You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 4, Writing a Tight Story. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. So I got the bad news in Orlando. Its reality didn't hit me till I got to Chicago and the O'Hare Airport. <laughs> I was told I was going to miss my connecting flight and was going to spend a long, drafty, chilly night in the terminal at O'Hare Airport. And trying to stay warm, I trudged down Terminal 2, wandering until I got to Gate F9, and what to my astonishment did I see? There was a Comfort King mattress kiosk where for 25 cents you could walk into this warm, quiet little room and spend a blissful night of sleep on a Comfort King mattress. No, 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 I'm lying. That did not happen. I slept on the floor and wept bitter tears for a night of sleep that would not come. (laughs) Listen, my friend, if you're trapped in the terminal of mediocre, horrible sleep, save yourself and find the original mattress factory of the Dakotas, Comfort King Mattress Factory. Go to Comfort King at comfortking.net. Now, maybe you can hear my wood stove in the background Today's podcast is in my shop in the dead of winter, perfect for this episode, because I'm talking about a focus and editing your story. Now, as a person who writes books, I can tell you that sometimes you'll sit down and spend several hours writing a story that eventually you throw all of it away because it's not helpful. It's not adding to the story. It's confusing. And since you are the main character of your story, if you're at all like me, you'll find that many days are a lot like that. You'll get to the end of the day and you were busy, but you didn't really get anything done. You wasted that day. It didn't really help your story. So if you're like that, here here are some tips that will help you live a life of focus and get a better story in for today. The first is a quote from my friend Jim Riefenberger, who says, the day starts at 9. And when he says that, he's talking about 9 p.m., the evening before. That is the time, he says... He quiets down, starts to reflect on what happened that day and what is going to happen tomorrow. The second tip, start your day half an hour before it has to start. In this time, focus, meditate, pray, ask for guidance on what you will need to accomplish in your six tasks of the day. You've heard me say that I do the GROW UP acronym. I'm grateful what I read, what I learned, that's the R. O is an opportunity. W is a win. A U is somebody I plan on uplifting or have uplifted in the last day. And P is what I'm praying about. Just just 15 minutes in there. Get your mind right. A third thing you're going to do is spend at least half an hour on your body. Some kind of exercise. The design and the purpose of the exercise is to calm down your physical self and prepare it for a day of productivity. This can be a gym. This can be your basement. It needs to be a regular part of your strategy. If you follow it, you'll find your attitude is quite a bit better. Now, after these morning routines are done, you're ready to start your workday somewhere around 8 o'clock, and now you can work on your 
six things. What six things? Well, that's the fourth thing. I'm stealing this from Mary Kay, who stole it from Andrew Carnegie, who had hired an efficiency expert to help his management team. According to the story, each manager was to spend 15 minutes at the end of each day thinking about what six things they were going to do the next day. Not 16. No, the purpose of the exercise was to keep the list fairly short. Six things, only six things. And when they followed that example, their productivity and efficiency increased exponentially. Okay, now the next thing you do is clean your desk. It's the end of the day. If you're like me, this is a monumental task, and it's very hard to do, at least for me. But it is true that a clean desk equals a quiet mind. And so I spend an hour at the end of each day. Gradually, my desk will become what I want it to be, a quiet and serene place. And then in the center of that desk, you'll put a piece of paper with the six things you'll work on once you get to that desk tomorrow morning. Then you go to the kitchen and you pack your lunch. If you're like me, you eat for a lot of reasons. Many of them have nothing to do with calories or food. Sometimes we eat to amuse ourselves or to avoid uh, tasks or work. If you have the six things scheduled for your tomorrow, well, then you know exactly uh, where that lunch is going to be. So now you know what to pack for breakfast and for lunch and then for dinner. You put all of those things, and sometimes I actually do it literally in a box. I add up all the calories of the stuff in that box and it needs to equal that number. In my particular case, after a delightful Christmas season, I have to knock 500 calories off my needs for a day. <laughs> As you're packing your lunch, you will remember what kinds of foods seem to stick with you better than other kinds. It helps you keep uh, easier to your dietary limits. Uh, some people can eat um, the proteins some people can do fats. Most people cannot do sugars. It really messes with your, with your appetite. Finally, when it's all done, well, it's quitting time. Now, in the old days, that meant a whistle actually blew, and you got in your car, you never looked back. Well, because of cell phones and computers and technology, now work comes with us, and one has to be more decisive about when quitting time is and what that actually means. I suggest it means taking your cell phone and locking it into a little cage on silent. You can let it out tomorrow morning. But for now, you'll spend an hour to three hours with your family enjoying that time. And that is how you write a focused, tight story that has character movement and is pleasant to read. It's quite possible, probable even, You'll not be very good at this, especially at first. That's what editors are for. At the end of each day, you'll look at what you wrote that day, shake your head, circle all the junk, and next day, well, next day, you'll write a better story. Remember, it's your life. It's, it's your story, and it's time to start making it what you want it to be. Well, that's the story. Thank you for listening. I'll be talking a lot about story this podcast season. 
focusing on you as a character with the various plots and obstacles and, of course, villains that we all face. You know, I found out over the last week that people spend, on average, 47 minutes a day listening to podcasts. Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please, please take a minute to rate, comment, or share it. It would be very helpful for me. If you have any questions, you can reach me at my website, I like that story.net. I like that story.net. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.